Hey guys, and welcome to the latest episode of the Startup Diary. I am Harrison Mudge, and I am with my co-host Adam Callow. Hey guys, thanks for joining us. That was a big intro, considering that you just said you're feeling a bit tired after lunch, Harry. Just trying to bring the energy in. Liked it, guys. If you're new to the podcast. This is where we share the highs, the lows, and all the learnings of what it's like to build a business. My name is Adam Callum, I'm the founder and CEO of Expert Trades. We've been building this business for seven years. We bootstrapped it. We raised some angel capital. We raised a little bit of venture capital, uh, and I make loads of mistakes. And this show is all about me sharing those with you so you don't make them too. And I have the absolute pleasure of doing it with one, my best friend, and also, I was going to say my best colleague, but that's up for debate, a colleague within the company. We work together. It's okay. You can call me your rock. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And we're currently the only people at the office. Um, The rest of the team is working from home. There's the the context, Harry. There's the backstory. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Today, I I thought we'd, um, we spoke about board meetings before, but, and you've got one tomorrow as of time of recording. Mm -hmm. Um, So you're doing a bit of prep work on that. But something I thought might be of interest, or I'm at least interested to sort of hear about, is first of all, it's a remote board meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got a bunch of questions. Like, was that just an, a no-brainer? Did people want to like postpone it? Um, and then to the point of what sort of things are you guys discussing in this board meeting, or what's the topic? Because you go in with different. You seem to go in at least with different focuses each time. Yeah. Um, whether it's like I need to make the financials clearer next time or whatever the whatever it is. Um, but within, obviously, with everything that's going on at the moment, things have changed. Mm-hmm. So, like, has has the, the, the topics you're going to discuss, is it a completely different kind of conversation you're going to be having this time? Cool. So, I'll tackle the, I'll tackle the first one first. It's mm-hmm. normally the best way. Um, so, yeah, first board meeting remotely over Zoom. Uh, so, how that came about was couple of reasons one we had board meetings booked into the calendar obviously we, we put nearly a, a year's worth of board meetings in the calendar just so people are aware they're mm-hmm. there and expert trades we do our board meetings every month um and where do you normally go for those birmingham mm-hmm. so um we raised some venture from a company called mid ven i nearly called them midland <laughs> <laughs> i nearly called them midland ventures so that's what it's short for but they are they're called mid ven um so me and uh nick who's our chairman um we used to work together. He used to be my sales director and we used to have board meetings at Weatherspoons uh, in Ashby. Uh, and they were cool. They were good times. And then we made it a little bit more formal. We uh, we we stopped them in the evening drinking. We made them a morning coffee at Tesco. <laughs> <laughs> we thought we'd be more responsible. Uh, and those board meetings were really short. It was me with a bit of paper and are we making money, losing money? What's going on? Cool, let's grab a pint. Um, and then you try and teach me about football, which I still know nothing about, and really poor. Game of two halves. <laughs> Offside. Um, no. <laughs> uh, but uh, raising capital, we then moved it into Birmingham um, because uh, when you raise capital, everything there's a there's an extra degree of formality that goes with everything. It's a big responsibility taking money off someone, and I don't want to take the topic off the sh- the board meeting, but to go on to the capital questions, but. Uh, the byproduct of that is we met at Midland Ventures office in Birmingham city center. Um, and we do it once a month. I think once a month is too often. Um, personally at first it felt needed because 
I'd gone from Witherspoons to Tesco, no management accounts, no P&Ls, no, no nothing. As, as a company, though, they don't know you, right, and, and the business, so they were exactly. sort of on top of it. Yeah, they're like, they've swiped right, and we've had a first date, and they've decided to invest. Um, there's no substance there, really. I've just gone and presented, pitched, and won some cash. That could be a really interesting uh, <laughs> instead of instead of like local signal si- signals, local singles. It's local businesses looking for your investments. Swipe, <laughs> swipe left or right. <laughs> uh, I'm That's pretty, a pretty million sure, dollar I'm, idea. Uh, I'm pretty sure someone somewhere has probably already tried it. Uh, that doesn't mean don't do it. Um, it's Tinder for venture capitalists. That's the biggest thing, you know, when raising capital. It's like we're Uber for X. It's like the thing. Um, but they didn't really know me at that point, obviously. Um, they they did their due diligence and all that, but you sort of learn each other over the next 12 or 18 months. And if you go back and you've been a long-term listener of the show, you know that's been like filled with highs and lows, my relationship with investors. Uh, and I always respect the fact they put capital in, but I've made mistakes, simple as that. You want to go and listen to them? There's loads of episodes where I talk about it. Just go back <laughs> into the back catalogue. Uh, but overall, it's a learning curve and a growth experience for me as a CEO. I think it's needed. Uh, and actually, as a as a plug, um, I had the absolute pleasure um, of talking to Cody Barbo from Trust and Will. That's probably coming up in the next couple of weeks. He's a guy that I just, he was so vulnerable on that podcast. He got fired by his board. Um, someone that he, mm. his co-founder and his board fired him. Uh, and he talks about that and is very, really vulnerable about it. So I'd say, go and listen to that. But we all make mistakes. Um, and to be honest, if I if I take a more holistic view, we are here today because of the bet that they took, and I'm super appreciative. Uh, and I had to I've just got to learn to manage and navigate boards. So that was a very long winded answer to say that's why we meet in Birmingham because we raised <laughs> venture capital, um, and just added some formality. Uh, and the reason that our next board meeting is over Zoom is um, we had board meetings in the calendar and we just had to keep saying, well, we're obviously not meeting. Um, we can't meet. Uh, we've got to respect social distancing and all this good stuff. Um, and then <laughs> I had a phone call off, uh, off Nick, our chairman. He's like, have you heard of Zoom? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. He's like, why the fuck am I driving up and down the country? I didn't realize technology was this good. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah, he he's he's the guy he's he's the Skype guy like he's the guy that probably would still fire up Skype on his computer uh, definitely he's not using a Mac I have no idea what he uses he definitely doesn't use a Mac um, and he was a ThinkPad <laughs> yeah. I, an IBM ThinkPad the little uh, with the fingerprint scanner and stuff like that. Uh, the one that doesn't let like you do anything because it's locked down by the company and the mouse that's in the middle of the keyboard which is the just nubble. a knob yeah, yeah. yeah it's just a and, knob and like when it slightly breaks it just forever drifts drifts off the to the corner wow you're taking me back <laughs> uh, that was one of my first corporate computers that was um, so yeah so I'm like yeah I've had a Zoom he's like well we should have a board meeting over Zoom I'm like that's a great idea I assumed that everyone around the table wouldn't be up for that but I'll be really honest and I'm hoping that not all the investors listen to this but I kind of never want to meet again. Like if we, if tomorrow works, there is no reason. But that's, but that's the thing, right? That because of everything that's happened, mm-hmm. it's forced people to do these things that they wouldn't normally do because they thought, well, why would we, we'll, we'll, we'll always meet up because yep. that's what we do. But because no one's been able to, everyone's been forced to try stuff that they'd never tried before. And now everyone's realizing, actually, this is, this works really well. Mm-hmm. It's really easy. I don't even need to put trousers on. <laughs> 
I'm definitely not going to be wearing trousers tomorrow just <laughs> for kicks and giggles. Specifically, and it's really risky because I'll be in the studio here at the office and you'll be in the room. <laughs> just don't walk in for that period of time. You might see too much. Um, but I don't mean that I don't want to meet them on an individual basis. Like they're all cool people. We've got some new members of the board. But what I mean is the amount of time, one, I save from the travel, but yeah. also I'm really excited by it because it's had a really interesting forcing factor because I'm not in person and we spoke about this previously is I present in person. I like to sell in person. I like yeah. to meet people. And that's, that's me. And it's actually made me really think about what appears on the slides mm-hmm. because yes, they're going to hear me, but there is going to be a lot more natural attention to the slides. Normally the attention is what's coming out of my mouth and we can speak and we can talk, but I feel like it's going to be a little bit more structured um, than normal. And it's put a more of a focus on the content within the deck, which has been a really cool experience for me. Uh, and I've enjoyed it. So, if it works tomorrow, I am going to basically just say, guys, this is this has worked. Even when out of lockdown, there's no point dragging us all to one room. We should just do this over Zoom moving forward, um, which will be great. And I'll pro- yeah, I'm definitely going to lean into doing that if it goes well. To answer the, I guess, third party question was um, board meetings for us normally have a, a process of we cover the fundamentals. Uh, so like finance, operations, H, just the fundamentals of the business, an update, basically. Yep. We probably spend 25% of the board meeting on that. By the way, it hasn't always been like this. If you go back, like historically, and again, my fault, 100% my fault, I felt real shit after every board meeting because it was like, they're just like checking my homework. There's no, it's like, what have you done? Show us what you've done. Show us what, and it's like, okay, cool. This is what we've done. We get to the end of the board mm-hmm. meeting and we're not tackling big problems. And I'm not leaning on people to ask for advice and support. And there was no, here's what we're going to do. And here's where I'm struggling. None of that. We've changed that now. Again, personal growth, CEO, you learn to push back. Um, So we cover off the fundamentals. But to your point, I do normally go in there with like a specific thing. There's a trend of stuff that's going on. Um, So over the space of two or three board meetings, we'd be covering off a topic. I guess one of the biggest changes now is I'm going to try and move board meetings to at least every two months, not every month. Mm -hmm. And rather than being measured on a monthly basis, we measure the company on our OKRs, which are our quarterly objectives and key results. So I'm purely just going to, rather than doubling the work and all this, I'm just going to say, well, here's the company's OKRs and here's our report and where we are. You can look at it ahead of time. If you want to ask me questions about it, great. But let's talk about how we get there, not what we've done. Um, and I, get, I think there was a fourth party question. I'm just trying to remember. Uh, what's changed now because of COVID? Um, cash (laughs) like majority of the board pack um is on finance so it's about um one what is our cash position today we've actually just closed our books quicker than ever so our year end is the end of april Uh, so first of may is the start of our new financial year Um, and because we get r&d tax credits we normally have got our books closed in like two or three months of year end they're closed. <laughs> like it, wow. they were closed within two weeks. Mm. Uh, I just put a rocket on my accountant because he understands that get the accounts closed, put our claim in for the R&D tax credit because cash is king right now. So we're going to spend a god awful amount of time talking about cash position, um, what grants, if any, that we've taken. So we've technically got small rates relief and stuff like that, but there's loads of stuff that we're going into. Uh, but then we've got a big uh, area, which is about forecasting. And forecasting right now is impossible. We have no idea like when the market's going to open up. Are you, uh, are you always forecasting or is this, this new specifically for COVID? Yeah, so normally what we do, and I look back and I go, wow, 
um, I kind of feel like I had a one of those glass globes that tells you the future. What are they called? An eight ball. <laughs> Not the ones that you shake and it goes probably. Better look next time. <laughs> um, a crystal ball. A crystal ball. That's what I'm looking for. Um, b- because... It's <laughs> <laughs> the cheaper one, glass. It's just glass. But I... Um, but what we d- what we tend to do is I've got this weird job of budgeting and I put an annual budget together. And mm-hmm. I'm like, cool, guys, we're going to do 700K this year. Uh, and here's how. <laughs> and I do this at the beginning of the year um, because, to be honest, like things not they don't get predictable, but you can see what's mm-hmm. going on. You've got a bit more data in the business. And what's great about setting a goal is you drive towards it. And we've been within 5% of budget every year we've done a budget. We've done the budget for the last four years. That's unheard of. And I actually kind of think that's pretty shit because I should be putting the budget higher because mm. I'm, I'm really interested. I want to miss it by 20%, but I have a bigger goal. Um, so that's what I would have done this year. Um, but So I'd put an annual budget together and I'd report month on month against that budget. So I'd say, okay, in October, we're going to turn this over. In November, we're going to turn this over. And then we've got a resource issue if we win all this business. So then I'm going to hire some people and that impacts the cash flow and blah, 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 blah. All trickle on effect. Mm-hmm. Um, best laid plans and all that. They've been reasonable so far, but now it's just impossible. But understandably, the board have said, I know it's hard, but you've got to tell us where you think the business is going to be. I get that. So I've sort of done like a good, better, best situation and said like our contractual revenue, here's what it looks like. So I've put a six-month forecast together, but I'm only really confident on the 90-day forecast, and that's being communicated. I'm not doing a 12-month plan. We're wasting everyone's time. So with the the sixth... Six month um, plan mm-hmm. is that just based on the assumption that the first three months go as expected and then everything continues rather than just going belly up? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and that's where, like, if after month one you go, I've fucked up here, <laughs> then you readjust it. But yeah. then, what you then my response would be to say, guys, I've completely missed the mark here. We're 45 days into this budget and this has happened in the market. His because what you do is you basically make assumptions, it's like, I mm-hmm. think these things are going to happen. And that will result in these outcomes for this business. I will control the inputs. I think the outputs are going to be this. Yeah. Um, and then if it goes wrong, I go, I've had to revise the budget. And when you revise the budget, because basically everyone signs the budget off, they kind of go, yeah, we agree. Or they'll go, no, no, you're being too pessimistic. And that, that is when it gets into... And what what benefit does it have of... If, if, if they disagree, for example, what, what, does, that, what does that mean? What why would you then need to change it and then come back to them and then say, mm-hmm. okay, here's my revised, what, what's the benefit in, of... In the technical sense, what's happening is it's, a, it's the CEO's responsibility to uh, outline a path of the company. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it kind of acts like, um, do you know, like with me and you, I'm like, cool, Harry, can we please get this, this and this done by the end of the month? What a budget really is, is Adam, you need to get your profit to this, your cost to this by the end of the year. You mm-hmm. need to achieve this level okay. of EBITDA. That's like, I've got bosses. Yeah, I've just, sure. that's basically what it is. I've got a, a board of directors, and they are my bosses. Um, I am the CEO. I make the decisions. But as <laughs> Cody said, you can get fucking fired. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can get fired. Um, so a, a budget is there, and that's why there's the debate. There's mm-hmm. you need to be more aggressive with the turnover. And then I go, no, no, you're being unrealistic. You're disconnected from the market. Let me tell you why you're wrong. Yeah. And we find a place, and we go, okay, are we happy with that? And then I get measured against that. Because then there's like a formal document saying, so you can't say I'm underperforming if I'm hitting budget. Mm-hmm. You can't fire me. There's all these little nuances in the background. I don't really worry about that because fire me, the business is going under. That's fact. Because um, <laughs> you burn it to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's kind of why it's yeah. there. And also, 
I'm a sales professional by nature. I like to strive towards something. It is it is a document I actually enjoy to make mm-hmm. because I'm accurate with it um, and it holds me accountable. And I think accountability is good. Um, so that's what's going on, on the board. Just all cash right now. We're not doing 12-month forecasts. We're doing six. Six with a bit of guesswork, finger mm-hmm. in the air. Um, and But three months I'm really confident on. But that means I have to re-look at it every week. I'm just like, okay, mm-hmm. week on week cash flow. So, but this is what everyone should be doing at the moment, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, every, every cost should be getting scrutinized. When times are good, yeah, cool. Monday.com is an example. We were paying three hundred pounds a month. Yeah. I looked at Monday. And I was like, why is it so expensive? And it's because we're paying for people that have left the company, and it tipped us into the next tier of licensing. And I was like, remove, remove, and it's like, hey, one hundred eighty pounds a month. I'm like, oh god, wow. six months times by one hundred eighteen pounds. Yeah, it's like seven hundred quid. At, at least it. Um, moved you down a tier though as opposed to like oh, oh you, yeah, yeah. you tipped over it and then you've removed two people but you're still on it's the still uh, tier, yeah with two available seats yeah. Uh, yeah so I've done all that but I think everyone right now is probably in the same boat as a business owner look at the costs mm-hmm. make sure that we've got all of that nailed down uh, and then whatever you're forecasting because obviously a forecast you've got your turnover then you've got your costs uh, and then we've got like your P&L it's like are we making money or losing money are we going to lose money for the next four months like a lot of money, like six figures. <laughs> We're going to lose Jeez. a lot of money. Uh, but that's because of a couple of things. Um, we are in a fortunate position where we can keep moving forward. And what I mean by that is we have cash. And what I don't want to do is tread water. Oh, that'd be the death of us, mm-hmm. motivationally as well. So what I'm doing is saying, no, 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 we have built ourselves into a position to seize an opportunity. We didn't know what the opportunity was going to be. We're in it. Like This is our opportunity. We can improve our product, we can place big bets, uh, and we can come out of this stronger. So we're doing loads of development, and you're heading up one of those projects, like uh, the new Tool Talk app. And um, how does that conversation go with the board? I guess I'll let I you get- know. <laughs> 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 they have no fucking clue that I've still pulled the trigger on this. Okay, um, so that's one of the tough conversations you're going to... Well, I say tough. You assume it's going to be a little bit like, ooh, friction. It's going to be interesting. but But you just have to justify why... Exactly what you're saying, right? They've got numbers they want the company to hit. You're you're going to say, well, the only way we can get there is if we do power forward. Yeah, we single swim. The 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 board have said to me always um, that we need to keep moving forward at all costs. Mm-hmm. Like we need to keep, and that's the venture mind. Double the costs. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And I've and don't get me wrong, they're aware that I've got this proposal in place, and they're aware that I'm doing forecasts, and I need to make sure that we've got at least like six months runway in the business. I wouldn't have done anything that jeopardized anyone's roles within mm-hmm. six months. So I can go in and go, by the way, guys, um, we agree that we're going to keep moving forward. We agree that this development change is significantly um, beneficial to the business in the long run because we're like the, ta- the return, the payback period of that development is only four or five months. Um, so I'm like, okay, just so you know, guys, this is in process. Um, we're, we're doing it. Uh, and I've slipped it into a slide. <laughs> uh, but and luckily, they're not in the room to throw anything at you as well, right? There's going to be no surprises. I've co- I've covered it off uh, with a couple of the board. Do they? Uh, do they, see- they don't know I've done it, and I, I say it with tongue in cheek. They don't know I've done it, but they know that I know that I've got their vote. They basically said, "Adam, whatever you know, you need to do, just do it." Like no one is closer to the business than you right now. Mm-hmm. And it's a massive vote of confidence when people say that to you because I obviously have my niggles with the board, but they've said like listen, we give you input every month. You are on the front line. Yeah. Like, 
yes, I live it day by day. You live the fucking business hour by hour right now. And I'm like, I can't get everything across to you about what's going on. You've just got to bet on me right now. Just trust the fact that I'm going to do what is the number one rule in business in times like this. Stay alive. That's all we need to do. Just fucking stay alive. Cool. I've ticked that box. What's the next rule? Cool. Create opportunity. Fine. I'm doing that too. We are our team. My ball pack opens with three slides. It's a picture of our team on Zoom. And it's basically saying we are positive. We are complete. We've laid no one off. And we are focused. We are going to turn this into an opportunity. And that's that's where we are. That's uh, And I'm excited by it tomorrow, to be honest. I'm excited about what the next three, six, nine months bring for the business. And I am so happy that this whole thing has happened to us. And that sounds so counterintuitive. Uh, but it's taught me a lot about me. It's taught me a lot about my team. Um, and it's it's going to create opportunity. I honestly believe in two years' time. And don't get me wrong, some shit that's gone on in the world and I'm not talking about personal stuff. I'm purely talking professional because what's happened with the health and people's lives and whatever, that is fucking tragic. Uh, and I'm pleased, anyone listening, I'm not taking anything away from that. What I am saying is professionally, in two years' time, I'm going to look back and go, COVID fucking made us think. Mm-hmm. It made us lean. It pulled us together. It showed me my team's got grit. It let me put more accountability on people. And we fucking went. Like, that's where we're at right now. Couldn't be happier. Cool. Um, I guess we'll just wrap it up there. How long has that been? I don't <laughs> 20 minutes. Uh, what we'll do is we'll, it'll probably just make sense to, I don't know, maybe follow this up maybe next week. See uh, see how it went down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, de- definitely. Um, we'd, we'd love to follow up. And I guess my my shout out is if if you are in a position now where you are, you have external investment and you are working out how to manage those expectations, just give me a bell, like uh, grabbing the Facebook group or something. I know it's not easy. I have no answers for you. But the thing that I found is just talking to someone. Just I have the benefit of speaking to you, speaking to Sam Wilcox, uh, speaking to other business owners, uh, part of MBS. If you don't have that network, you need to find it. So easiest thing, go into Facebook, search the business owners group and join that community. Don't do this alone. It's really fucking hard. Uh, go in, find some amazing people and then put your hand up and say, I'm struggling with this. I promise you, you will be overwhelmed with the amount of support you get from that community. Facebook, the business owners group. I apologize. This has just been one long version of me talking. I feel like I haven't given Harry an opportunity to speak. Uh, but um, I would probably say also, take take some comfort in the journey that I'm going on. And I don't mean that in a we've solved it. I mean, I've been on an emotional fucking roller coaster for the last eight weeks mm. and you've heard it on this show. Everyone's going through the same thing. Look for the positivity, stay focused. That was in my journal this morning. Positivity plus focus equals killer fucking solution. Mm.